Ladies and gentlemen around the world, this is Gamina T.K. Kirkland. You listen to the T.K. Kirkland podcast. And as you know, I travel the world. I, I run across interesting people. And I met this young lady, and we've known each other for a while, matter of fact. And we were talking about um, craziness of women, craziness of men. And we were just really having a, a great conversation, and she started it talked to some things, and I, I wanted her to enlighten women who are listening and men who are listening. I'll handle that part along with the women. And pretty much we, we was talking about the vagina emotion, and she's going to go into it because I want women to understand that when you're tripping over a nigger or a guy who is tripping over a motherfucking female, um, I need you all to understand what the fuck is going on with your mind and your feelings so that you can control your emotions so that you don't do nothing crazy, end up in jail, or really hurt someone that there's no return. So, hon, we was talking the other day. Explain to me the behavior of women checking niggas Instagram or they're getting upset because they see a picture on Instagram that might set something up in their mind, right? But it could be innocent. So is that partially crazy? This just stupid or niggas are stupid? What 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 is it? I'm I'm just Well, I mean it could tie into multiple things. Mm-hmm. Um, we're specifically speaking about vagina emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, so just to let you know, let me start here. Vagina emotion, I created that because of my strong desire to understand why women become emotionally unstable when dealing with men that mm-hmm. you know, they're sexually active with. Mm-hmm. It has everything to do with that. Um, so... I did a lot of research mm-hmm. about it, and my research started and included with conversations with family, with peers, with colleagues, with people I would meet in my everyday life, uh, which led to, to research on the female anatomy and right. emotional hormones. Mm-hmm. Um, so I created fashion emotions based on that research. Okay. Let's go go deep. Explain and talk to them. Let's go I'm let you run with it. All right. So you have to start where two people are in a relationship or marriage. Boyfriend, girlfriend, marriage, whatever. Um, and they have established that they're having sex with each other and no one else. That's the type mm-hmm. of people we're talking about, right? All right, so in that case, uh, when they're in those types of relationships, um, it's sort of a possessive behavior at that moment. It changes. From friendship to girlfriend, boyfriend to marriage, is changes into a possessive ownership type of relationship, which isn't bad because it actually ties you up to um, the saying, someone to call your own, right? Mm-hmm. So the possessive behavior is natural. Uh, we know we see it in infants. 
you know, that's my mother, it's my father, you know, my toys. You know, and when women, when it pertains to women, it's my husband or my boyfriend or my man. So the possessive behavior is where it really starts. Like I said, it's not a bad thing. Somebody, Most people want somebody to call their own. Mm-hmm. So when we're talking about the vaginal emotion is when when they're having sex, okay? All right, so once you're having sex with someone, it changes the emotion. It releases different types of hormones to the brain and the nervous system, and it causes different a different emotion to take place. All right? So what happens is during sex, dopamine is released. What is? Right? Dopamine. D-O-P-A-M-I-N-E. Dopamine is pretty much defined as the feel-good hormone. Right? Mm -hmm. The feel-good hormone. It's released into the female, which causes her to be happy, you know, (laughs) different types of emotions that she'll have. It pertains to being happy. Um, Once that happens, serotonin is released, which it that controls your mood. Okay. So vaginal emotions have a long way to get there. This transmit transmit uh, hormones and emotional transmissions from your vaginal to your brain, from your vagina to your brain. Okay? Uh-huh. Now, when you release dopamine, is you have high levels and low levels. So in the high stage, Everybody's happy. Most of the mm-hmm. time, the woman's happy. She's satisfied. That's a good feeling for her. And, yeah, that's the highs. Now, what you're talking about in the behavior, when people start becoming, checking your phone, checking, you know, uh, Instagram, that's usually a case where the dopamine very, level is very, very low. Okay. Due to whatever the situation that happened to decrease it. Most of the time is um, when a person is experiencing low levels of dopamine, they're in a depression. Um, it sometimes changes because of whatever's happened in a relationship, fighting, pulling, um, different things, divorce, different things have happened, a change mm-hmm. in, in behavior which causes a female to act differently. Mm-hmm. So I always encourage men to do their research when it comes to having sex with women. Right. Um, because there's so many levels to it. Um, emotional hormones and all that tie into the brain. Mm-hmm. So depends on what type of level of dopamine is being released, and we're speaking sexual because there's, that's what we're talking about. That's what happens when a woman starts acting irrational right? in relationships. It's a change of behavior. It's a lower level of dopamine. And pretty much when you're in a lower level of dopamine because of a situation, um... It's called situational depression. That's what it's called. Situational depression. 
situational depression is a short is a short term it's a short short excuse me excuse me short term stress related type of depression. When a woman is doing uh, acting out that way, they are in a situational depression. Mm-hmm. Because of the lower level of dopamine that's been released, uh, whatever the level is. So they would do different things. You cause different reactions based on what's going on. And pretty much that's, that's it. So when they're at that level, something's happening. Okay. Most of the time. Mm-hmm. And they're not happy. They become obsessive. I want to discuss obsession. Mm-hmm. Now you're now you're you've, you've translated from being happy, happy, happy during sex and all the attention and everything to in a situation happen. You're in a situational depression, and now you become obsessed. When someone is constantly checking up on someone else, they have become obsessed with that person. Right. Mm -hmm. So I even took the time to (laughs) write down the definition of obsession so that I can relate it so people can understand Right. Exactly what obsession is. Um, one second. So, obsession is an idea, an idea, or thought that continually re- reoccupies or intrudes on a person's mind. That means most of the time their thoughts are on the situation or the person that caused the situation which is usually the person that is having sex with them. So during my research and speaking to people, I asked everyone that I spoke to who were having these relationship issues, were they having sex with this person? It's called, you know, that they're they're having a problem with. Mm -hmm. Every answer is yes. This is how I know it's a vaginal emotion when it comes to females. Okay. Yeah. It's usually someone that you're having sex with. So when you're in that situation, you're possessive in the beginning because you have called that person your spouse or my man. So the possession is good because everybody wants someone to call their own. So once a situation happens and whatever the situation could be cheating or it could be uh, someone is getting receiving more attention than they are, mm-hmm. or they are. And let me interject right here when Instagram. you say cheating. There are some women, okay. right, that mm-hmm. can look at a man's Instagram, right, and because he put a heart, he was just rushing through. He didn't have no meaning whatsoever. He just put a heart there, but his wife or his girlfriend or his side did see it, right, mm-hmm. and they'll call him or the guy called the girl and trip about something that didn't mean nothing to that person. That's right. insane to me. And then the person would literally have an argument with you, right, mm-hmm. about something that doesn't exist. I find that extremely fucking insane. 
Well, it's a situation of depression. It's a situation that happened that caused a depression. A depression is, I know a lot of people use the word depression and they think, well, I don't want to consider myself depressed. Mm-hmm. Depression can be a high level and it can be a low level depression. And right. And situational depression is a depression is something that causes you some type of trauma um, temporarily, or it could be very minute, it could be small, it could be big, but it's still situational depression. Now, are we talking about females because males see things completely different? Mm-hmm. So a male wouldn't understand this unless he's done his research about the anatomy of a female and the emotions and how it works. Okay. And so my, my research is based off the the men wouldn't wouldn't get that unless they've done the research or they've had this conversation before. Okay. Yeah. So when you're having sex with a woman and something happens, you never know if it's going to be a situation of depression cause, because, like I said in the beginning, it's what, possession, so this is the person that I call my own, my, mm-hmm. my, 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 is a possessive nature. And we've owned it. It's just something that, that's, that's natural. Like I said, right. I do it. So it's a possession thing. Like I said, it's not a bad thing because, like I said, people want someone to call their own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's when the situation happens and the depression sets in and they can't, and they they act irrational, women, they act irrational. Mm-hmm. Um, versus having the conversation. So you get the reaction based on the depression of the person. That is, person it, mm-hmm. that is extremely, like, insane. Because, like, I'm married, right? Like, I keep my business quiet. Okay. And my wife claims she loves me, but she does all the things that you say right now. I could post something on Instagram, and in two seconds, she hitting me back, talk about you cheating on me. She'll hit me back because I was arguing with someone on a, a comment on a post, and me and this person, I have no idea who this person is. They've never seen them, never had a conversation with them. We argue, and I say, oh, I love you. Bye, girl. My wife will circle, screenshot it, circle the comment that I said I love you to this person like it truly meant something to this person I've never met before in my life. My comment to that, I'm just going to make a comment toward it mm-hmm. because um, what, it, what it sounds like is maybe she doesn't understand that about you. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, I'm listening. Yeah. Maybe she doesn't understand that about you and um, the conversation. So this goes all the way back to the before you get into relationships and marriages and things like that, conversations have to be taking place. And during during the marriage, you learn each other, right? So maybe she doesn't understand that that it doesn't mean anything to you, but it means something to her. So that situation may cause her a depression, um, short-term situational depression that... Um, resulted in her not having the conversation with you, um, but point, well, she did. She pointed it out to you. She 
pointed mm-hmm. out to you that that it um it bothers her, um, and that's what she's supposed to do. She's supposed to, you know, it bothers her. Um, if you've had the situation before and you've already had the conversation about it, that's different. But if it's the first thing, you know, first time having the situation and she's expressing to you that it's something that causes her a situational depression, which takes her dopamine level down. And when your dopamine level's down, you you are you are sad. <laughs> um, you don't feel the same way you did when the dopamine level was higher. Um, you know, it it causes you sadness. So you start to second guess things. You start to act irrational. So I think that that may be the case. Right. Um, you guys, you know, but you know I'm just talking. having conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lloyd Singer. Mm-hmm. Um. What's the other, a a radio personality this weekend on the air, off the air, and we was talking, and I talked to a lot of friends around the world. And I didn't know it was that bad that social media got women and men tripping to a whole nother level. That is insane. See, I'm not used to this, right? I'm not used to craziness. I'm a carefree, loving guy. I talk to people. I'm friendly to people. My friends are friendly to people. And women will date celebrities or men who got themselves together and were extremely strong. And a woman knows that when she met the man that everybody likes this female. It's just like... Kanye West telling Kim Kardashian she had to stop posting pictures. She ain't going to do it. Because, ladies and gentlemen, listen to myself. When you meet someone, the goal is not to change them. The goal is to accept them for who they are. And if you can't take it, leave. You can't tell someone to change and they don't want to change and you stay with them and you hound them all day. You can't tell the man he's a cheater because you picked up a man's phone, probably saw some text messages in there that thousands of bitches unleft this nigga naked pictures or whatever, and you chose to go on his phone. He He don't have no contact with these women at all. And you choose for yourself because where your mindset is, your depression, or whatever the young lady is telling people in this universe right now on the show, you make all this up in your head. So people it's like, oh, let's go see a marriage counselor. The guy or the, the real the solid person in Lisa is looking at that person like they motherfucking crazy. Because you want to go spend $150, $200 an hour for a therapist who's really smart that's going to look at the guy girl who's creating these issues in their head and say, bitch, you need a doctor. The way you thinking is fucked up. See, nobody wants to 
have accountability or say to themselves, I'm an insecure nigga or I'm an insecure bitch. Mm-hmm. They want to blame the other person. You the motherfucker checking the nigga or the female's phone. You the one tripping off of pictures on a timeline. You the one going through comments, reading all the comments. You the one going through a nigga's Instagram and tagging thousands of bitches that a man don't even talk to. To let them motherfuckers know you're married. And ladies and gentlemen, nobody cares. But they do care if you break up. Because people love misery. All the shit that pops on social media, the news, it ain't about no positive shit. Let it be something about racism, um, clothing lines against black people or white, a murder, or some some famous person um, cheated on this person. People gravitate towards it, and it's a little paragraph that such such as did something for the community or such and such uh, Afro-Americans got a, a full ride to college. No one talks about that shit. You got some women that say, I'm a secret. No one knows about me. Who the fuck is supposed to know? Are we supposed to have a press conference? It's supposed to be thousands of photographers outside to take pictures. And then this person allows one little thing sometimes to allow them to get set off and spiral back down into depression for no motherfucking reason. And I had to get you on this show because we have been mm-hmm. talking about all these type of things for a long time, mm-hmm. about people who um, um, meeting each other and holding them as a possession, and no one is a possession. Right. Talking about ownership and possessiveness in relationships that turns into obsession, and when it turns into obsession is when it becomes extremely negative mm-hmm. um, and causes issues that usually lead to breakup or divorce. Mm-hmm. That's that's usually the road that is going down. It goes down, and at that time, usually the dopamine is depleted because dopamine can be depleted from the brain. So what it can be can, depleted? Then? From from the, the dopamine can be depleted from the body. Okay. Once it's depleted, most people are going through a situation where they don't like the other person anymore. They don't want to touch the other person anymore. They only want to sleep in the same room with the person. Can't stand them. That's when the dopamine starts is pretty much depleted, and it ends up being a breakup or a divorce. Sometimes it can mm-hmm. be ugly. depends on the person's state of mind. But when the situational depression, there are common symptoms. When you see a person, uh, and like I said, obsession also, let me go back to that. Obsession sometimes, the behavior part of obsession mm-hmm. can be learned, learned behavior. What I mean by that is with females, 
um, when you grow up, you look at the way that your your mother or maybe the woman in, in your life handles certain situations or and or um, previous relationships and how to handle and how you've handled the situations and um, that that occur in life. Mm-hmm. You know, previous ways that you've handled them. Um, I suggest that women look into the previous way that they've been handle, handling their previous relationships and the situations that come about. Because mm-hmm. all situations, no matter what relationship you're in, you're going to have situations that come up, and it's normal. It's the way that we react to them and handle them. If you're doing it the same way you did it years ago, and that relationship didn't work out, then nine times out of ten is going to recycle itself as you keep doing the same or handling the scenarios the same way. Mm-hmm. But this comes into self-awareness. So you have to be self-aware. You have to analyze the things that are that you're doing, the mm-hmm. behaviors, the patterns, the things that set you off. Um, you have to learn how to channel your dopamine in a different way. Like the vaginal emotion, once someone becomes obsessed with you, um, they relate sometimes sex with love that they need from you, the attention mm-hmm. that they need from you. And if if that's the case, that's where they find the love or the higher level of dopamine that they need for their body because everybody needs it. Everybody needs it for the adrenaline. That right, and what are you calling that again, sweetie? Dopamine. Say it slowly and louder. Dopamine. D-O-P-A. Mm-hmm. You ever dopamine. heard of dope, like dope? Okay, dope. Yeah. <laughs> dope, this yeah. happens when people, yeah, this is how people take, you know, people who do drugs, it, it, yeah, I understand what you're release. saying. I yeah. just, I'm just not under. To me, I'm not hearing the words pronounced clearly. So that's why I'm asking you to repeat the word dopamine. again. Dopamine. D O P A M I N E. Oh, dopamine. Yes. Okay. Dopamine. Cool. Okay. All right. Yes. So, I say channel channel that differently versus through the vaginal emotion. But that usually you're having problems with somebody that you've had sex with. You'll have those type of emotions and situations. Most married people and people in boyfriend girlfriend situations are having sex. Mm-hmm. So that's where that all ties in. But there's common common symptoms of someone who's in a situational depression, like they they have sadness, hopelessness, they they lack enjoyment, they recycle the same behavior. They're, they're feeling worried and stressed out, mm-hmm. um, medical illness, things like that, um, relationship, marital problems, fighting, divorce, things like that. Um, people who are in, in situational depression, they have to acknowledge it, have to acknowledge it, and if they want to, they want to change it. Mm-hmm. You know, they have to want to change. They have to want to change it. You can't make anybody do anything regardless of the situation. You can't make right. someone be faithful to you. You can't make somebody want help for their situation. You can't. You can't make anybody do anything in all actuality. 
Right, that's true. Talking to the um, phone with some more, baby, you're sounding a little muffled. Okay. Can you hear mm-hmm. me better now? Yeah, yes, it's much better. Uh-huh. In, all, in all actuality, you can't make anybody do anything. They would that's have right. to want to do it. Exactly. Regardless of the, the situation, you know. So if somebody really wants help with changing their behavior so that they can continue to have a flourishing relationship, then they have to be accepting accepting to their situation. Mm-hmm. And what they're doing, they have to have a lot of acknowledgement, self-awareness, Okay, this is ruining my relationship. What am I doing to cause this? Mm-hmm. If everybody takes so, give me an example. My wife will say to me, "TK, okay. I don't want you posting other bitches on your Instagram." I find that to be fucking elementary, right? Because this is what I was doing before I met her. Okay. Because I felt I was duped, right? I felt like. The girl who I married was a boss bitch because the fuck with me, you got to be a boss bitch. I put okay. different women on my Instagram now that I got your attention, beautiful women, and my wife is beautiful. But my wife changed who she was because she thought the bitches I was posting was the females that I wanted to fuck with. And you could take all the women I ever fucked with in my life, right? Mm-hmm. They can't hold a candle to her. From cooking to playing the piano to being talented to being to singing to holding it down to starting her own business to the own thing, incredible woman. And I love her dearly. But she drives me motherfucking crazy that sometimes I want to get a knife and just stab her and a motherfucking pinky toe. So I thought it was just me. So as I travel this world and I hear different men talking about the same thing. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought it was just mine. It's a lot of men going mm-hmm. through this shit. A, a lot of men that are in relationships are going through this. It's, it's, very, it's getting worse. And the more I talk to people, I realize that and this is one of the reasons the drive <laughs> behind me trying to find out how I can help. A real, Say that part know, one more time here. I'm sorry. Say that again. I say, yes, my conversations that I was having with guys mm-hmm. and females, I took from females too, but then I heard mostly the majority of the men that I speak to that are in relationships right. and marriages with uh, women who are acting like this, it was, it was high. It was a high number of men. Right. Yeah, and it's, it seems like it's increasing. And um, so that's why it's one of the drives that, the reason why I wanted to go ahead and do the research because I wanted mm-hmm. to understand why this was happening to women who are sexually active with men, and when they have a situation, they start acting erratic. They have erratic behavior. Sometimes people, it takes a minute for people to actually show who they are. Like mm-hmm. I told you, in the in the course of 
you know, in, in the course of being with someone, you love them. You know, you learn to love them. You learn to love, love the good qualities about them. Um, but everybody has good qualities and bad qualities as well. Mm-hmm. And over the course of uh, being in a relationship with someone, you learn the bad qualities. All the all the good ones are usually shown in the in the beginning, mm-hmm. during the courting stage, or you know, oh my God, this person is oh this is this this is that, and then the other part is part of them too. So that comes out a little bit later in the relationship, and that's how that works. So how do you suggest men who are listening to the show right now who are dealing with a female that's taking them through this, how do you suggest them to to deal with Do they leave? See, because in my shows, normally I tell them, motherfucker, leave a bitch in a minute. Ain't nobody got time for the bullshit. Like, you know, you want to be depressed, you want to complain all the motherfucker time over this bullshit, or you consider a heart, or because I, I put 29 hearts under a bitch pitch that we even a lace you want to break up for that, then go ahead and meet another nigga. Okay, so what I can suggest for me, I have a suggestion for men and women. Mm-hmm. So I have the suggestion I have for men is to reevaluate their relationship based on where it was and where it currently is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, write down if 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 they you know write down the good qualities and what they've learned so far is the bad qualities mm-hmm. of the person that they're in the relationship with. Think about the timeline from the beginning and where it is now. Mm-hmm. Also, make sure that they understand that the parts that they contributed to the person, if any, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to where they are right now. Take ownership, if if he has. Um, and also go all the way back. Cause I believe that every situation, or everything, period, everything has a beginning stage, which is the mm-hmm. root. Right, right. Everything has a beginning stage, which is the root. And I'll be honest with you, CK, what happens, I learned it from a, a wise older man. He told mm-hmm. me this a long time ago. He told me the key to having any, um, a successful relationship, no matter what type, be it a friendship, business, girlfriend, boyfriend, marriage, whatever the relationship is, parent, child, just example. The best way to have the most successful one is to have long conversations. Mm-hmm. Long, honest conversations. We, as people have, we skip that part because most people are together because they're in love or they right. love certain things about someone. And they forget about there is a part of people, 
no matter who it is that you're going to love and it's parts that you're not going to love. Mm -hmm. See, we all jump into things so quickly without having the long, honest conversation. Right. I don't want you to do this. This gets on my nerves. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I do like this about you, but this comes with getting to know someone. Now, if you've entered into a relationship without having long conversation, you're going to have these issues. You're always going to learn something new about someone. Mm-hmm. But the main things, the things that you know, your boundaries, you have to set boundaries, which a lot of people don't realize they have, but you have to set boundaries. Everybody has everybody has a um, something that they will not tolerate, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Okay? Everybody has it. Like, some people will not tolerate you spending money outside of mm-hmm. the household. Right. Some people won't tolerate cheating, and some people will. Some people are mm-hmm. like, okay, you cheated. Okay, I'm keeping moving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some people are like, oh, he spent that money. It's okay. We'll get some more. You know, and the tolerance level. You have to know your tolerance level. Now, it's no good if you're the only one who knows your tolerance level because you skip the conversation, okay, the important long conversation, long, honest conversation. You know your tolerance level, but your partner has no clue. So then they start ir- acting irrational and it starts getting on your nerves. You don't like it, but you skip the conversation in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens. That's the root, okay? That's all. It's, everything has a root, and that's the root. Right. Okay? And so <laughs> if you don't do that part, that part, everything else will be the result of it. Right. I agree. Mm-hmm. So now when you're in a relationship with men, this, this is me getting to the point, you have to reevaluate the relationship where it began, the root, do the root part. If not, if it's something worth salvaging, you have to go back to the root. You have to mm-hmm. go to the round table, and this is why the round table is important. you got to get around the round table with your people so that you decide you're important enough for me to fight for and deal with. So we're going to get around the round table. We're going to have a conversation about what I do and don't want from you, what I do and don't expect for you to do, and mm-hmm. if you do it, it could be detrimental to our relationship. And have roundtable conversations with your mate on a regular basis. So okay. Now, let me ask you a question. I'm going to interject here. What happens? I agree with everything you're saying. Have balance and everything. But what if something is so fucking petty? Petty things need to be talked about as well. They need to be discussed because I don't think they, men mind. I don't think men mind adjusting for their girl. I don't think women mind adjusting for their man, long as it is not petty. See, when things are petty, I was in a relationship before where a woman got mad at me because I used to call women baby. Hi, baby. How you doing? Girl, all right, baby. Call me later. I'm talking about have a fit. I remember being at a restaurant ordering something to eat. The waitress mm-hmm. came. I said, how you doing, doll? It's a baby doll. So how you doing, doll? Thank you. And the girl threw 
a fork at me at the table. Swear to God. Swear to God. So after that lifestyle, the greatest thing that I ever wanted in life was peace of mind, right? Peace of mind is the greatest gift a man or woman can give themselves. When I see a man or a woman going through something, I swear to you, I say leave because I. you may be lonely, you might be by yourself, but peace of mind is priceless. You have people who are sick, ill, or argue with a man or a woman till they're dead because they are so obsessed with that person where they should be worrying about themselves to survive in life. And they will allow this type of little thing to put them in an early grave for no fucking reason. Especially when you have seen a man or a woman, right, go way and above how they used to move because they see that it bothers you. They see that it might irritate you. But if you have a man or a woman under a microscope 24-7, because mm-hmm. there's some people out there that a microscope, their possession 24-7. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's unhealthy, that person. It's unhealthy. Very toxic. That's not a relationship. Self-infliction. Self-inflicting pain. Self-inflicting pain. I like that. That's exactly what it is. And I just want my fans and close ones who are listening to this show understand that your, 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 your girl is probably really not doing nothing. It's in your mind. Your guy is probably not really doing nothing in your mind. Stop inflicting pain on yourself. I had a girl that she thought that everybody, I said hi to, I was fucking. I said, bitch, if I fuck all these damn people, you thought I got gonorrhea, huh? Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for real? <laughs> oh, you took a picture with this girl. She's close up on your chest. I have no idea who the fuck this How do you take a picture? Okay, listen, I'm married. You got to stand two feet over here because my <laughs> wife's going to find this picture disrespectful. Or a, 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 a girl taking a picture with a guy, hey, don't stand too close to me because if my husband sees this, he's going to smack me. No one should have to live like that. But they do. They do. They do. They do. And there's people that want to um, their possession. They want their possession. The ownership, they want to completely own it and everything that it does. You become possession at that point. Not no longer a partner, but my possession. My, 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 my. And that's mm-hmm. what I keep going back to. Because, like I said, there's, health, there, there's a healthy way for it because everybody wants the healthy, the healthy way is everybody wants someone to call their own, right? Right. Like and that that can be that that's a healthy way of, of acknowledging it. 
like, okay, this is my partner. This mm-hmm. is the person I go to for advice. This is the person who I can let down my emotional guard down when we have sex because this is my person. This is mm-hmm. my man. This is my right. husband. And then there's a flip side to where it becomes my possession. I own it. And I'm obsessed that nobody else gets any of it but me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's how the mental starts to change. Okay. And, and when your mental starts to change into that, it's depression. You have made this person your main thought. Everything starts there. Mm-hmm. And you're out of, when, when that happens, the person is out of order. Mm-hmm. Out of alignment, I agree. Com- completely, mm-hmm. completely. Nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. I have to find out what they're doing, what they're saying, who they're saying it to, because it takes the light and shine off of me in my own mind. Now, this person could be taking a picture with another person because that's what that's what you do, right? Mm-hmm. You take pictures with people. You're you're a public figure, right? That has to see people, talk to people. So if the person that you have a long ownership, in a sense, of you, which Mm -hmm. is a marriage or girlfriend, boyfriend, title, in the title, Mm -hmm. given the title, you allow someone to have a title over you, and they want to enforce their ownership contract, Mm -hmm. and now is an obsession, and they want to completely control the situation. You have to realign, the reevaluate the relationship, and right. get back to to finding out is that person like you said. In your what you tell people is leave. Ah, nobody should have to live that way. Right. And things that you think that are petty and minor. In this person's mind, because we're two different people, you know, right. you're, you're two different people. You think differently. You've had different paths. <laughs> right, exactly. Different types of relationships. You you acknowledge certain things already that maybe the other person hasn't. The conversation hasn't been had, but it has been talked about but not really handled. Because there's a difference between having a conversation with someone, pacifying it, have a, having sex on top of it, that person's back to their high dopamine level, and then it happens again. It's the difference between having a conversation with someone and having a conversation where it's handled. Mm-hmm. Well, the person processes, this is not something I expect for you to do. Don't do it again. Here are the consequences. Mm-hmm. Now, take that so I'm in a relationship where... Um, I'm taking pictures, and the girl is like, oh, you disrespecting me, you embarrassing me. And like you said, I'm a public figure. I have to take pictures as part of my job and doing it over 30-something years. Didn't do it. You're still posting pictures. But I noticed in some relationships, right, I could put up beautiful Afro-American women and the female won't say nothing. But as soon as I put up a young lady 
of, of lighter color or longer hair, I would have to fight to the end of the earth to prove. But I don't know this bitch or there's nothing going on. It was just a picture. I was in a relationship with my, my girl friend was following me. And she was sending her the pictures. Oh, you, you should see this picture he took. Oh, this girl got his ass, her ass up on his dick. But she was never telling me this. And then one day, she sent me these pictures. I said, why did you keep all these pictures of these women? I thought I'd take pictures of women, a thousand women. But here was the thing. The women were light complexion. Mm. There was not one argument over a woman of my color. My color. All the arguments was over someone of a lighter color. Or that person would say, this is what you like. I took a picture with a, a, uh, a transgender once. The person didn't know this. And she argued that the bitch liked me. I say that transgender can't like me. But I was laughing because I was like, you know that's another fucking man, right? Anybody know me? No, I don't get down like that. But my point is, it goes to show you what people build up in their heads. I, I have a question. I have an interruption. Uh-huh. What do you think? What So so when, when that happened, was what you noticed about the type of females you were presented with with the issue. Uh-huh. What did that tell you? What was like what what did that tell you about your significant other? I felt that the person was really uh, you know, just to be in in simple terms, the bitch was crazy. Mhm. That's because, what most people related to. But right. it's insecurity. Insecurity is what mm, it is. Okay. It's it's not see that's what that's what most men will say. That's what most men will say about most situations that are presented to them when because they don't understand it like a female would. So right. from a female aspect, the term is that person is completely insecure. Okay. With their position in your life, mm-hmm. with their probably their um, physical features. Right. Um. They're not comfortable with being who they are. Mm-hmm. This is this is different cases. It may not be one or the other. Maybe all of them, and it may be one or the other. Okay. Um, it could be um, them really not understanding who their spouse or mate is completely, which mm-hmm. turns into another insecurity. If right. somebody does not understand who you are, or they are not led to feel comfortable enough to feel like they should be in the spot that they have mm-hmm. in your life, they will be insecure, completely and insecure, and it's going to drive I, it drives men crazy. This is right. talking to men. It drives an insecure woman is very very unattractive to an alpha male. Okay. Very very unattractive because most alpha men are very um, confident, um, secure. Most of the right. time they're disciplined. Most of the time they're disciplined. Um, 
So having a female that is not secure in certain areas, like everybody has insecurities, but in certain areas, alpha men need women who are secure in certain areas. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the time the male has, if you have a female who is not automatically a secure woman, and mm-hmm. you get a female, and you, you know, marry or decide to be in a relationship with a woman who is not as secure in areas which you need. You have to you you have to take the task on with teaching them or helping them to gain security mm-hmm. in the area, and it could be strenuous, time consuming, and that's when you have to make a determination if this is a person that you want to invest that type of time and mental, because it's, it's going to be mental stress. It doesn't have to be. If right. you know exactly what you're doing, you have to train people to be what you want them to be if mm-hmm. you can. Okay. So if that's, again, another thing about knowing your tolerance well. You have to know exactly what you can and can't tolerate in in a person's insecurities. Um, just give you an example. If someone is insecure about their hair, for mm-hmm. example, and you don't care, but they're so overly insecure about it, it will get on your nerves. Right. And vice, and vice versa in another situation. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if it's something that doesn't mean or matter that much to the partner, is right. going to aggravate you and it's going to seem as petty to you, but it's a big deal to the person who displays the insecurity. Okay. Um, so they have to be fed or trained in a way to help them understand that that's your insecurity. I don't care. I like it like this. And that's when you instill a lot of it. And it may take more than one time doing it over and over and over again if they can be trained. Right. If everybody can't be trained. Some people are already so far deep into their insecurity that it will take for them to actually do it themselves. You know? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that sounds like she has an insecurity about the things that you're doing on your social media life, um, which sounds like social media life may be very important. And it is very important to some people. Some right. people are in relationships and they, they don't feel important if they're not posted with their partners. You know, mm-hmm. poke me sometimes. You know, show people, show me off. I want to be shown off, and that's what brides do when they get married. They want people to see them in their dress. They they want them. They want all of that, and you know, they want to be shown off to people. Mm-hmm. If that's important to the female, some females don't want to be seen. Right. It's like low key. So it depends on what type of female you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Because I remember one a female told me once, too, that when she used to date, she used to tell men not to post her when they'd go out. She said, oh, we'll go out, but you can't post me, et cetera, et cetera. 
Then when the person got with me, they was arguing with me because I don't post them. But, see, I move differently. And, plus, there's a generation of gap. It's like a 17, 18-year difference, right? Okay. And when you got that much time of training, the worlds have changed in 17 years between that person and that person. It's like when you watch Joe Button on TV, him and his girl, 20-something years old, and the problems that they have. He should have never fucked with a girl 20-something years old because they move differently, they think differently, and you have to allow a person in their 20s bump their head and go through their life experiences and take their journey in this universe and let them make all their connections on their flight pattern to learn so that the, mm-hmm. when they're on their descent of settling down, they have the wisdom and the experience. My situation, when I dated first a 17-year difference in my thing, what I saw was, yo, I just think different than you. Now, you want me to post you. I'm going to post you when I get ready. You can't tell me when to post you because everything I do is planned strategically. So I blocked the girl also once. She felt because I blocked her. I was cheating. She felt because I blocked her, I was cheating. But she was going on another Instagram account on a different person seeing the same thing. But you know what this person would say to me? You blocked me and you hiding. Bitch, you can see me from the other account. And they said to me, it doesn't matter. I'm still blocked under the other account. Mm-hmm. That's insane to me. It's the need for um, social accountability. Because you can post me on your shit. Like, I'm not against it. If I'm I'm fucking with you, you can post me all day on your Instagram. That doesn't feed feed some people's insecurities. Okay. You you know what I'm saying? Right. (laughs) Yeah, of course they can do that. But... That's not what feeds the insecurity. It helps. It helps to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. But wow, what would it be if he would just acknowledge me more mm-hmm. in the way that I want to? But see, it's the thing. When we get what we want, then we want more. and Or we get a different response than what we anticipated. Mm-hmm. And... Because you got people out here in the world, like, say, you know, a man will post his wife on his Instagram. Now, I know for me personally, when I do get ready to post my wife, there's so many people that truly love me that won't give a fuck. Now, I'm not going to cross the boundary. I ain't doing shit. Too busy, I ain't got the time. Because I know some real, true players out here in the world that would truly say, nigga, I don't give a fuck you married, PK. I fucking love you. Mm-hmm. And then you got some people that will attack you or attack your spouse or your spouse will see something she don't like because another woman said something that she didn't mean no harm. She didn't, wasn't really flirty. She was just, you know, 
because social media is not real. It's virtual. It doesn't really, you know, but people have taken it to a whole nother level that I truly don't understand. Well, it's, it's reality for most people now. It's reality for most people. It's social acknowledgement. It's social acknowledgement. And either you're on that spectrum level or you're on the other side, which in most cases people use it for marketing and business and, and it's still social acknowledgement. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But some people have made social acknowledgement reality. Okay. And it's a part of their their security. They want to be acknowledged. If you have a social media, I want to be on it if I'm your partner. Mm-hmm. That's in some cases. And that's the one we're, we're, we're discussing. Those cases, the person has become out of touch with real reality, in a sense. Okay. Um, but also, it's an insecurity that needs to be fed. They want to see it feel secure in that area mm-hmm. of their life because that's part of their life. Mm-hmm. And they take it serious, like they take they take it serious. Like he never crossed you. You should hear the other women who are in the circle, um, that are in the same type of reality. Right. He never crossed you. Never says anything about being married, you know. Or um, that's pressure. So the social acknowledgement, because you're speaking to friends or family, things like that, that might be the case. Social acknowledgement is very important to people mm-hmm. that think that way. Because my Instagram is strictly for entertainment marketing purposes. You know, I might put the kids up every now and then. You know, I might put my love on up every now and then. But I won't say what the title is when she's up there. So she could be anybody to me because I don't want people just to know my business. That's just the way okay. I move. And does your partner know that about you? Yeah, we talked yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do they but, still, after you talked about it, do they still want it? Oh, they'll say, I don't give a fuck. You need to post me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. With, you know, like, it's, it's, and I, when you say what you're saying, I hear it in their voice because it's, it's, it's strenuous in their vocal cords. You need to post me. I'm your wife. So that's the title part. Mm-hmm. So with, with titles, you have different expectations. Because if you guys were just still friends, do you think they'll expect that from you? Yep. Yep. Mostly all my relationship ended because of sabotage, because most of the women, 90% of everybody I've ever dated was insecure. Everybody always sabotaged their relationship. And I see that when women get with men that they don't believe they with that guy or guys who get with a girl that's banging bad and they can't believe they run the person away instead of being themselves. 
My wife mm-hmm. is a gorgeous, intelligent woman. And she mm-hmm. will let a woman with titties and a big ass, right? She would mm-hmm. think I would want that over her. And so here's the thing. And it's all and it's all based on your social media, right? It's all based on that. Not not it's anything based, else. Yeah, that's it. Now don't get me wrong, one time she did check my phone and saw shit in there that she shouldn't have saw, right? But it was people who I hadn't seen in years. And what was so crazy, she actually called everybody. Oh. Not only did she call everybody, she sent them a picture of me and her in the marriage certificate. Okay. So she wanted to be acknowledged that she wants you to do it. And the best way for her is that you post it on social media so everybody can see it. And then some of these people that she spoke to has said, I haven't talked to TK in about seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven months. But the flirting was wrong. The pictures and everything was wrong. But every, ain't nobody's perfect in this world. You see what I'm saying? So if you check a nigga's phone or a bitch's phone, yeah, you might see something that you don't like. So it doesn't mean that they're a bad person. They shouldn't be doing it. But if you monitor it, and guys, listen to me, women, mm-hmm. listen to me. If you monitor your man 24-7, you watch every step he takes, the way he brushes his teeth, the way he snores, and you've always told him you want this and want that, you're going to find something that you don't like to inflict self-pain. Nobody wants to be in a relationship that they feel like they are in prison. Under a microscope. Completely under a microscope. Completely. Um, Because everybody has flaws, everything happens. And you see it all. They have no, they no longer have a sense of themselves. The person is pretty much moving based on what you want, and they're no longer having individuality. Mm-hmm. After, after, a, we're human. Don't forget. After doing that for so long, a person will change, break out and start not caring and just do whatever they want to do anyway. Mm-hmm. That's what will result in having your partner on a microscope. And checking people's phones is self-inflicting pain. Definitely. I agree. Um, there's no reason to do it besides you don't trust the person and you're mm-hmm. insecure. And that has to go back to the conversation. So it helps. It's it's definitely something to go through. When so this this action, this person says you doesn't don't post them, and they see your social media and the following and everything like that. So they know everything that you're doing based on what you post. 
they want to change the way that you post things. Right. They want to change the people who call your phone and who you have relationships with. Mm-hmm. No matter the type, especially if it's a female. Right. That they're insecure about. Absolutely. The only way, so I told guys what to do. So I'll tell women about this. Mm-hmm. This kind of treatment. There's a treatment for this. <laughs> this situational depression, because it all stems from something, and then it just escalates. Once somebody loses trust, it, once a woman loses trust in a man, like for real, honestly, mm-hmm. they're always in that mind frame. Unless they're ha- unless they have all of your 100% complete attention. Mm-hmm. When they have 100% complete your attention, you'll see, oh, my God, this person is back. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is the person I fell in love with. Right. So they're happy again because that's the beginning stage. Right? They're happy again. The dopamine's high. It's high level. I'm happy. Oh, bliss. You know, it's beautiful. They relate those type of words to it. It feels good. It's a feel-good hormone, right? As soon as you do something, a situation happens, or you're not around them, you're not giving them enough attention that they need because some people need a high-level amount of attention to feel love. Right. Either sexually or sexually and emotionally, all of that ties into it. Like, there's people, if you don't have sex with them enough, they think you don't love them. Like, I mm-hmm. You know, or if you, if, you know, those are scenarios. So here it is. The only way to treat this as a female is that you have to do something else. <laughs> Period. Mm-hmm. You have to do something else besides your man all day, every day. Right. Every second. You have to do that because if, if not, what's going to happen is he's – You've already taken ownership of him. He's giving you ownership of him um, in the positive way of that person is for you, your own special person. He's giving you that. He still wants the individuality. You know, if he does if he does wrong, he does wrong. If he does right, he does right. But you have to do your part as a female. Mm-hmm. Don't stress about if he's doing wrong or if he's doing right. The way you don't do that is you do something else. You have to stay busy mm-hmm. with things that pertain to you. Right. Get out of the mind frame. So your mind has, you know, uh, some people have trained themselves to do certain things. Like some people get up at 2 o'clock in the morning and they pray every day, like, it's, you know, on a schedule. You can mm-hmm. train your mind to do things. Most of the time when people are in this obsession mode, they have trained their mind. You know, your mind could be your best friend or your <laughs> Worst enemy, depending right. on what you're feeding it. Mm-hmm. So if you're feeding it obsession over this one person, oh, and that's not what he's doing, what he's doing, what he's saying, what he's doing, that's that's your complete mental, and you're looking for things, like going through phone mm-hmm. or going through social media. If you're looking for things on top of that, so you're already obsessed with what he's doing every moment, and then on top of that, you start looking, then <laughs> so you have double whammy. So now your right. brain is completely occupied with this person. You have to change the rotation. It's okay to be occupied with your man. 
But if he's number one priority, you're out of order. If he is number one priority, he's taking the place of even your prayers, mm-hmm. you know, or whoever you worship. And at that point, it's a big, big problem because now he's your everything. You can't eat, can't sleep, going to all kinds of thoughts. And you have to do something else, change the cycle, change the rotation. Right. Something else first, like maybe pray, like pray, pray mm-hmm. all the time. And so ladies and men, I'm sorry, and ladies and men, just because you don't worship him like that doesn't mean he doesn't love you. See, some women mm-hmm. think that if a person is not giving that back, huh, they're like, oh, he doesn't love me. He's cheating. No, that's far from the truth. He's not cheating on you, ladies. Guys and girls not cheating on you. People just move different. Well, let's say if he was cheating. Mm-hmm. Why is that so much on the mental? Let's say he was. And what mm-hmm. does that change? What That's does true. that change in your life? Is it the end of the world <laughs> if he's cheating? If right. Because once it becomes the end of the world, you're still out of order. Yep. You're still out of order. The order has to change completely mentally, all of it. You cannot tell people what to do. You cannot change what it takes two seconds for people to fuck. People have sex in cars, okay? Right. You have sex in cars real quick, two seconds. You, If you didn't get those two seconds, you missed it. Are you right. going to die? Are you going to... Oh, my God, I can't believe you had sex with someone else. I can't believe you spent this money on Expect it. Mm-hmm. Expect it from us people who are not perfect. Does it need to be priority? No. No, absolutely not. You have to change that. That's the way you control your emotions. You have to change your priority. It's okay to care about someone. It's okay to love someone. It is not okay to be it. Uh, obsessed with someone to the point where they are priority. Another person. Mm-hmm. Even uh, no relationship. Nobody should be more priority than you. Because if you can't take care of you, you can't help anybody else. That's right. You can't love anybody else. You can't. It's impossible. It's impossible. If you love someone way before before you, you haven't taken care of yourself. <laughs> you got to order. Let me tell you, when I talked to you, I said I had to get this young lady on the on my show. I truly appreciate you, uh, and we will do this again. And to the, like I said, to the men and women, please put the word out to listen to the TK Kirkland podcast, where you can. Hit me in my DM and talk about whatever you want to talk about. Give me time to reach back to you. We could talk about everything from finances to love to raising your kids to just walking in the park, you know. Um, The things that's important to me going moving forward is make sure that you get your credit together. Make sure you follow Ms. Sherry Anna. She's on my timeline to... 
um, start getting you guys credit and ladies credit in order because it's time. It's time to establish credit. It's time to start buying things. It's time to take all these things in your kids' names or girlfriends or side people out and become a grown-ass man or woman. Put the word on the street. This is the T.K. Kirkwood Show. Shout out to Charlemagne, the guy. To everybody listening to the show, hope the show has helped you guys in some way or another. And live your life to the fullest and may your pain be champagne. It's T to the motherfucking K. We out. Salute. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. For more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.